All right. So welcome to the party. This is this is the actually the Strongwell Fitness Podcast. This is my first video podcast. I'm trying a new app out here, but wanted to get on here kind of impromptu to discuss um, a different topic today. Ordinarily, I do these in my car, and I'll still do those on occasion, but um, I really am trying to push the podcast moving forward um, into 2023. So this is one of my goals now. And that's kind of my first lesson here is to, you know, if you have something that you want to work on and you're waiting to the beginning of the year to get started, don't just get started now. Start at what you, where you think you, you need to go or what your next best step is and figure it out along the way. Um, take small steps and keep working forward. So that's starting off hot, kind of, you know, making sure that you're getting the most out of this. So if I'm looking around a lot, I just want to go ahead and say this. I'm looking around a lot. I'm kind of getting used to this because I'm just starting. Never done this before, a video and audio podcast. So um, I haven't done it in a long time. So I'm getting used to the platform and kind of looking around and seeing what the system's doing as as I'm kind of going through this. But I want to get right into it because I still want to keep these short. So part of the podcast is or some of the goals that I have with it for the upcoming year is to have a co-host come on. I'm working on that now just to um, kind of give me a little bit of feedback so I can have an actual conversation. I'm just better at those than I am at um, than I am at. I'm just kind of talking to myself here, as you can tell. So I'm trying to get a co-host on here um, in the works with that as far as scheduling goes. And I um, already have a couple of episodes lined up for it. And then working on pushing myself to get guests on here, too, that are actually helpful to the people that are listening on here. So um, so that's my intention on growing it and then just sharing it out there so that everybody can can hear it, listen to it, and hopefully get some value from it. Um, yeah, and pretty big, pretty big goals for 2023. Um, as far as the podcast goes, and I had some other stuff going on too, but what I want to get into today, because again, I don't want to take up a lot of your time, these solo episodes of me, try to keep them about 10, 15 minutes long, no longer than 15 minutes, because um, I like the sound of my own voice, but that doesn't mean everybody else does. And the guest episodes, those will be a little bit more longer form, more conversational, and um, have a lot of feedback, a lot of value, and hopefully some some good coaching cues and ideas for people to kind of take them forward with. So, um, so yeah, let's get into it. So today's episode is, is on nutrition. We're going to talk about mental acuity and how the things that affect it and why it matters for your food choices. And so what I think happens often with food choice or nutrition in general is you get to this point where you're kind of, trying to figure out what you need to do for your for your food and the go-to's are always well you know get a macro calculator or a calorie counter or an app and put your measurements in there and then we'll spit out a number back to you and all you gotta do is eat those numbers and for a lot of people that already have some self-organization around their food they came up in a very um organized household where you know, they're they're able to do things like eat high quality foods. They know how to get access to it. They've been doing it their whole life. Um, 
that's old hat for them. That's not a, it's not a big challenge and they can execute on that fairly easily. And it's not a, it's not a big issue for other people who may not have came up that way. It may not have had those experiences, those exposures. Um, it's not going to, it's not going to land the same and it's going to be much harder for them. And I honestly think that's the majority. So what I try to work with people on and what my recommendation is, is to really just kind of start as simple as possible. There's this need or this feeling that if we're going to do something really hard, then there needs to be a hard answer to it or a complex answer to it. Um, it needs to be all this detail and all this structure and all this planning, but really all you need to do is take the first step. So that's what I encourage you to do is just kind of, you know, take the first step. What is it that you are trying to do? And then just go do that. Just go do that. Don't worry too much about the details yet. You can get into those as you get more experience, but you want to keep it as simple as possible. And the easy way to do that is to make sure you're putting yourself in the best position to make the best choices as possible. So what do I mean by that? Usually, and you've probably experienced this, um, you know, it's after lunch and you had a very large meal and um, you're snoozing in your office you know, or you're having trouble keeping your eyes open or just focusing on the task at hand or you find your mind kind of wandering off into, okay, I'm going to go do this. And as a day goes, our energy does change. We have this kind of high towards the midday period and then it slowly starts to drop off until we get to bedtime. That's our, that's what generally a normal circadian rhythm looks like for most people, unless you do something like shift work, then that may be a may look a little bit different for you, but there's still a rhythm inside of that shift work that you can kind of get into that you don't have to, um, that you can catch that same feeling, but it's, it's always going to be off if you're not waking up with the sun and going to sleep with it or going to sleep with the moon. So you're always going to kind of have opportunities to create rhythm. And that's, that's really what I'm trying to talk about here creating habits that put you in a good rhythm to sustain normal energy and normal rhythmic patterns throughout the day. So you stick with that circadian rhythm, no matter what's going on. So how do we do that? The three things that I believe cause poor energy or lowered energy throughout the day and kind of keep you from moving are one in itself, just inactivity. You don't do anything and you're kind of just sitting around. That's going to drain your energy. So a couple of different ways to take care of that is, you know, a exercise daily and that exercise doesn't have to look like heavy sets of reps and a bunch of, um, stuff, um, you know, with weights and progressions, things like that. It could really just be a 15, 20 minute walk after lunch. If you move daily, go do that. It's going to help with digestion. It's going to give you a good bump in energy and, um, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna feel a lot better throughout the day, and that's that's super simple. You do that every day; it's not a huge deal. The second one is um, hydration. So, a lot of people will wake up, and their first form of hydration is a cup of coffee. Don't be wrong; I will drink a cup of coffee. I have a cup of coffee right here, and some people will get up. And that's the first thing they drink. This is not the first thing I drink. Um, first thing I had today was water. So I get out of the bed and my buy-in for my cup of coffee is to make sure I am well hydrated after sleep. So you're going to lose a lot of water in sleep because a lot of 
your metabolism, a lot of the things your body's doing to keep it alive and keep it functional is happening while you're sleeping. And um, you're going to, you don't want to take advantage of that when you get up and just start to rehydrate it right away. So that that metabolism can, can kick back up because it worked hard all night. You want to make sure that it stays high throughout the day. So hydration is huge. I try to take care of that or at least get a head start on it first thing in the morning. So 32 ounces of water out the bed before I have my coffee. There's nothing wrong with coffee, but if it's a crutch for your energy, then, um, you know, you're just kind of always going to struggle with that. And then lastly, and most importantly would be sleep. Now sleep, I think is a little different. And I believe I'm going to spend a little more time on that because sleep is, is tricky, right? There's a bunch of different variables that will keep you from sleep that are outside of your control. Again, maybe you're a shift worker, so you don't go to sleep at the same time, or maybe you're a new parent who has a small child that keeps you up at night, kind of pulls some sleep away from you. Or, um, you know, maybe just your, the way your day is laid out, you, you get to sleep a little bit later. But things that are within your control are the things that you do before it's time for you to go to bed. So I currently have, I use myself as an example because it's the best example I have. I currently have a full-time job with the Air Force, and I also have, I also coach fitness, and I have three kids that are getting older and they're getting busier. So I myself am finding myself trying to figure out, okay, where is it that I manage sleep with this so I can get an adequate amount of sleep? Now, since my days in the Army, I have not gotten a um, a lot of sleep. I think I've been waking up at four o'clock in the morning since I was like 20 years old. And, um, I've just always done that. And my sleep time has gotten better over the years. Cause I used to be the, the 20 year old partier. I'd go out, do stuff, go to bed at 12, wake up at four kind of business. That is, um, no longer what I do. So I have a routine that's set that allows me to get to bed at the same time every night and then wake up at the same time every night. So I have a hard cutoff but when it's time for me to get ready for bed, that is anywhere between nine and nine thirty. I try to be in bed going to sleep by ten. I don't have an issue just going to sleep. That's uh, that's fairly simple for me. Um, not something that I have a hard time with. But what I try to do is just make sure that that's consistent as possible. That I'm in the bed by you no know, later than ten. Sometimes I get there earlier. Sometimes I get there a little bit later. So it's not perfect, but the awareness around sleep is a decent place to start because just saying you need to get 30 minutes of sleep. There are circumstances that may vary that keep you from doing that. But things that do keep you that you have control of that you can um, that you can take action on are things like sleep and um, how the routine that you have before you go to bed. So are you on your phone 30 minutes before bed? Are you like highly stimulated from a show or something like that before bed. Um, if you, if you are and that stuff affects you, then, then, you know, you have to find other strategies to do that. There's a bunch of different things that you can go through. Um, easy thing to do, you know, Google sleep strategies. And a lot of people think that's like a, a cop out answer, but, um, I don't really think so. There is a fly in here. <laughs> I don't really think that it is because um, it's Google and that's where you store, that's where information stores. So if you're stuck, 
trying to figure out, okay, what is it that I need to do to improve my sleep? There are a bunch of different things that you can do. Um, my, what I've seen work well and what I've seen documented well in research and on Google, that's where I look. That's kind of where I start when I'm trying to figure out, okay, what are strategies that make sense for me? Um, most of them come back to creating a routine and a rhythm about your day. So if you can do that with whatever strategy makes sense for you, then that will be the recommendation for sleep. And ultimately what you want to do is start to build up to a point where you have, you're getting around seven to eight hours of sleep or six to eight hours of sleep per night. If you can land there, um, that's a really good start for probably the rest of your life. And it, but it's, it doesn't need to be like this all or nothing thing, right? Where you're, you're trying to figure out, well, if I don't get eight hours of sleep, then it doesn't make any sense for me not to get, it, I just might as well not get sleep at all and just stay on my phone. Let's put counterproductive. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help you. So why do that? Um, the better option would really be to, okay, let's, let's make a plan. Let's start here. Let's start with the bedtime. And let's just try to consistently nail that routine. And maybe that means I still just lay in bed and not sleep. But if I can put myself in a position where, okay, alarm goes off on my phone at 930. And by 10 o'clock, the goal is to lay down, be in the bed by 10. If you're up past that, that's fine for now. But if you start to make that a routine, then you know, okay, at least I'm in the bed by 10. Then you have to make the next step. Um, and what I always think of is when I was a kid, my mom told me something super simple and I know she said it out of frustration now. And, uh, my whole family used to say it too, to get us to go to bed, but we'd be laying down, go to bed and lay down, lay down. I say to my kids now, lay down. Well, I'm not sleepy. I'm not sleepy. I don't want to go to sleep, uh, like kids do. And what she would say is, or I tell her, I can't go to sleep. She'd say, well, lay down and close your eyes. And at the time I was like, well, that's dumb. That's not going to work. I don't want to do that because then I'm going to go to sleep. She wasn't wrong. So that's honestly my move and how I kind of get to sleep now so fast. So that was a nice little nugget from my mom, um, to just lay down and close my eyes. If I do that, then nine times out of 10, I'm just going to fall asleep. Now, if you have trouble actually falling asleep and you need some help with that, then, you know, go see your doctor. There's, there's times and places for that. But um, make sure you're talking, I'd say, make sure you're talking to someone that wants to help you use supplement things like medications or other, other things that need to be uh, prescribed by a medical provider. Um, make sure they're using that in conjunction with good lifestyle habits. So at some point, if you're not wanting to stay on medication for the rest of your life, you're able to walk away from that because you created really good behaviors that are going to help you um, maintain that, that routine for the rest of your life. And if you can get to a point where, you know, you've gotten your hydration set up, you, you're moving every day for at least 30 minutes and just walking. And then you have a good bedtime and morning routine. Um, your energy is going to be in a really good spot. You're going to feel that you don't need two, three cups of coffee or you don't need that second energy drink. Um, then, you know, that creates other things for you to work on, like maybe kicking a caffeine habit. Um, but you're going to feel, start to feel like those things aren't required of you. Um, now you're just kind of doing them because you feel like it and they're not really needed. Your energy's fine. Um, and with that higher mental acuity, you're just going to be able to make better decisions about your food. You're not, you're going to start to have the energy to come home and prepare that meal. 
um, have the energy to actually sit down and eat it without thinking, oh man, I hope this, this works out well. Have the energy and the courage to tell your coworkers that no, I'm not gonna go out to eat lunch today. I'm, I brought food and I'm gonna eat it here. So those are all things that I think if you are mentally aware of what's going on and what your goal is and the things that you're doing are tied to what your specific goal is, that's something you're working on. Um, then I think those three things are going to help with that. And, you know, everything runs in seasons. We're human. So there's no absolute things are going to change. Things are going to come up. But um, I think these three things are constant. No matter what season you're in, if you have a good routine about the time that you go to bed and the time that you wake up in the morning and what you do around those times, and then a good routine for um, getting plenty of water and staying hydrated and then just moving every day, um, I don't believe it matters what season you're in. If you can knock those three things out um, within any season, you'll be in a really good spot to support your health for the rest of your life. So, yeah, that's all I got. I appreciate you listening to it. As I figure this out and do a little bit more with it, um, I'll add to it, maybe, you know, make it a little more entertaining for you and not just informational. I am excited about the co-host um, to be on here soon. And, uh, yeah, we'll have a good time with it and hope, hopefully what uh, – what he'll be able to do and others will be able to do is help me take a, take the filter off of me talking to myself and trying to make sure I don't sound like a crazy person sitting up here um, talking with you guys. But thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And um, I'll talk to you next time. Take care of yourself.